Ven, Espíritu Santo, y llena los corazones de tus fieles. Enciende en ellos el fuego de su amor. Envía, Señor, tu Espíritu, y renueva la faz de la tierra. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the, heart, the hearts of your faithful ones. Kindle in us the fire of your love. Send your Spirit, and all shall be created new. And you shall, and you shall renew the face of this earth. Blessings. Bendiciones. Greetings from Laurel Street Mennonite. Have to be sure I bring those greetings. My husband told me before I left this morning. And I'm sure that Pastor Janet will love that too. Um, today is Pentecost Sunday. Now I told Tito it's dangerous to ask a Mennonite Pentecostal to preach. <laughs> Only 20 minutes. But this Mennonite Pentecostal only has 20 minutes because we have to, I have to go and preach in my home church. Another 20 minutes. So I'm a little here in a hurry. But there's no time for the Spirit. Oh, there is time for the Spirit. This prayer that I started with is a Catholic prayer. And it was a prayer between my parents that became 25 years ago charismatic Catholics. And I was really in the swing of being Mennonite Pentecostal. And we met each other in this prayer. He was bringing in as we were praying together, Ven Espíritu Santo. And I said, now that's a language I can talk about. And I thought then in that moment that the Spirit came and brought us together. A very divisive environment Latin America is between religions, the whole world divisive between faith and traditions. It's very interesting that that came to unify, divide us in many ways, unfortunately, Christianity today in the world. But my spirit has been that when the Spirit of God brings her agenda, things do change. And that's what I want to bring in. It was very uh, tempting to use the Ezekiel text so, oh, I'll get to uh, preach my uh, dry bone, living flesh sermon. But that's not what I felt the Spirit was leading. I really wanted to work with the text of uh, Acts 2. As a theme of the title today, The Creation and Pentecost, it inspired me through Psalm 104, verse 30 in which the Spirit is moving and creating. The Spirit has never finished moving and creating. And that's why I'm still excited in being part of the church. God has not finished yet. And thank God that God has not finished yet. But the book of Acts starts where the Gospel of Luke finishes, second part. But let us not forget the scene, the, 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 the emotional aspect of Luke it finishes. The friend Jesus came back, resurrected, and then he leaves again. So there's a sense still there of loss, of grief. I want you to feel that sense. And then this friend tells him, go to Jerusalem, meet there, and something will happen. These were very obedient followers of Jesus, and they did. 
the, gospel, the, the narrative, the historical narrative of the book of Acts sometimes is inconsistent as being a historian could be. He tells us there's 120 people gathered together in an upper room or a common place. But then again, it shifts to us and there, there are many, many other nations around. So we don't know if it starts in a place, in a common place, in a house, and then it moves outside. It spills out into a public event. The text doesn't tell us. We have to use our creative imagination. But I love that movement. God-fearing Jews, the scripture said, they're gathered for their Pentecostal. People, Jews from all around the Roman Empire came to Jerusalem to celebrate this common uh, feast, the Feast of the Weeks, or the Pentecost, or the Feast of the Harvest. There's different uh, approach to this feast. But nevertheless, they're here. And they're people that come from the east and from the west, from the north and from the south, to come and please God, to come and please Mary, Mary, maybe the, Sarah, the, the, the leadership in that moment. There's three elements that I want to fall into, focus. The wind and the sound. This is Genesis speaking again. We saw, we hear that something is moving, that the spirit is creating again. The wind is the ruach of God. It's the spirit of God creating anew. But what is God creating? Isn't God already created, done with, period? Having the privilege of working in the last four years with the United Church of Christ in the Lancaster Seminary, one of their famous uh, promotional as a church is the coma. If you look in the website, and the coma says that Shh, God is still speaking. I love that. Versus some of us just put a period. God spoke. Ya, se acabó. It's written. We just have to live up to this. But no, God is still moving. God is still doing things. And this is what God is doing. God is creating a new people. God is forming new, a new body for himself, for herself. The, now, the flames of fire really turns me on. This is beautiful. These flames are over each one of the individual people. Our individuality doesn't fade off. But then they come together to see the holy fire. The collectiveness of those people bring about the movement of the spirit. Just not one person. A theologian called Mortman in his book, Spirit of Life, says, and I quote, allowing community to be experienced and through the spirit, unity and diversity and diversity in community. This is what this verse is all about. There is immense amounts of diversity. Maybe not all of them were Jews. There were people mingling around the streets of Jerusalem. It was a very busy place. And all of a sudden, this crazy event occurs. And there are some people looking at this 
from afar. The Spirit alights and flows and pours anew and refracts and, and gives new ideas. This is what the flames are, new creative ideas. And then we have the tongues. It's not the speaking in tongues that Paul talks about. No, these are foreign languages. But what is beautiful is everybody among their foreign languages, they are understood. And it's the understanding is where I want to focus. There's 11 ethnic groups mentioned here, all different tongues and cultures and nations, and some not yet under the Roman Empire to highlight. But there is understanding. No one is denied the right to be heard. And these three elements emphasize the senses. You feel the wind, you hear the sound, you see the fire, and you speak the languages in which the understanding is articulated. The commentary, one commentary talks, that tells us that the inward power of these people transform their outward view of life. So the power comes from within for the outside. And then chapter 2 finishes telling that they were sharing each other's food. They were having a common good and they were becoming the body of Christ. This is the creation of this community, the body of Christ. In a confession of faith as Mennonite Church, we believe in the body of Christ. We are the body of Christ. Individuals with our own ways of looking into life, with our own, all our ethnicities and our own preferences, we come together to be this body. We don't lose our uniquenesses, but we come together. In the United States of America, we have lost common sense of what's good. Political parties tell us what's good, left and right and center and all around. Religions tell us what is good. But we have lost what is the common good. Is good health provision for everyone in the country common good? Is everyone having a safe roof over their head a common good? Is safety a common good? And how do we obtain that safety in our communities? We have no sense of what's common good anymore. We have a constitution with the people, but we the people are fragmented. We the people are individuals looking for our own rights and privileges. But in the church, we could rescue what is the common good. We talk about that. We have a common language. But what is it when those who come and join us do not have that common language? How do we incorporate them? How do they become us and how we become them? I agree with T.S. Eliot, in one of his beautiful poems, he says, the beginning is all often the end, and to make it the end, to make a beginning. So this end is really the beginning, the beginning of a new creation. 
Juan Driver, a well-known writer, he wrote mostly in Spanish, but he has a few English books, writes in a book called Images of a Church in Mission, Imágenes una Iglesia en Misión. And he says that Pentecost is the experience of a creation of a new body, the body of Christ, the new community of the kingdom. Driver emphasized that the church is not the kingdom of God. The church is not the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is out there to be engaged. That's why we say, as Mennonite Church USA, we use the word missional. For me, when I look at the concept missional, the four walls of our church collapse. And all of a sudden, we are there with the people engaging. Every Monday, brothers and sisters, you engage a very particular community in Lancaster City. But I want to challenge that when you engage them, the dividing aspect of them and us disappears. Now, I have the same concern for Laurel Street Mennonite. We have just hired two beautiful young ministers for outreach. Hooray! And I say to my people, that doesn't mean we don't have to do our work. That means we have more work. We have to engage. We have to go up and down our streets and say, Buenos dias, como esta? This is who we are. Who are you? To engage where people are hurting in order to become one. So the coming together is not only of those who were just followers of Jesus Christ. There was 120 plus people out there. And then there were outsiders looking in. I don't know if you've ever seen a Pentecost revival movement. It looks pretty wild when you look for it from the outside. But when you're inside, it feels so good. It's just like this. Going to Long's Park and the summer uh, concert. How many of us have gone? They're, they're going to start soon. You go out there, you take your, long, your, your shares, or you just have something to spread, or you, and you take your Sunday news or that book, or you, you bring something to drink, and some people bring their dogs and pets and whatever, and kids, they're playing all over. And all these people from the city and the county just gather. And as you get there 30 minutes before, you see them piling up. And you see some friends, some Mennonite friends, some friends from the other side, some of your neighbors. Or you bring some of the neighbors, particularly if you have jazz or salsa going on, you have to bring them in. And then you, you're there. And then the night falls and the music is engaging. And if you have some of that jazz going on or that, it, it, it entices you. To the point that sometimes there's a little platform there on the front and you start dancing. I've danced there. And there I am, I look, oh, I know that Mennonite friend. <laughs> That's kind of what Pentecost is. These all people of life gathered in this lawn, and we come in to hear music, to enjoy ourselves. And then that music engages us and draws us. And the night is falling, and then all you're seeing is that light on front. And then you want to go a little on front and see those crazy people dancing 
or you want to see that jazz player, that particular instrument is attracting you, for me, that's what Pentecost is all about. And my prayer is, as you have those windows a little bit open, it's still spring, you know, that people start from this neighborhood feeling there's a jazzy feeling going on in East Chestnut. There's something going on here. There's a warm, cozy feeling going on. I want to go and see what's going on here. Will you have space for them? You have plenty right here. But you know what? When they start showing up, we start changing. And we don't want that. We don't want to change. One of the most difficult parts in our little church was to do Spanish and English both at the same time. We can't do that. The service will go too long. We can't do Spanish and English with the sermon. No, we have to do something. We tried many, many, many models. Finally, we, we bought the system. We translate what we always do, Spanish and English on front. Now we have to do Chinese on front. And why not Korean? New ways. When the spirit comes, it brings her agenda. My prayer is as well, there is a moment of creation in Laurel Street right now. As you ask, your leaders ask the question, who will be our next pastor? What will be the job description he or she or them will do? That's a moment of creation. And those little fires should be burning up there, new ideas coming up. New ways of doing missional church. Mennonite Church USA, in one of our priorities and purposeful plan, has been, continues to be undoing racism, advancing toward the transformation, those stages of what it means to be transcultural and all those wonderful words we put up there. It is really messy and it's really hard. When I started working in the, the ch second chapter of the book of Acts, I said, this is where I can find my theology of diversity. It's here. And we have the three symbols, the fire and the wind and the, the, and the tongues and the foreign languages. But then I understood that diversity is not the goal. Diversity is just a means and the end is to become that body of Christ. And the body of Christ is composed by very different people. Today, Christianity is diminishing. We are told that in the religious congregation membership study that was just held 2012, uh, the review at the uh, Mennonite World Review magazine came out for May 14 edition. They state in this study, 80% of Americans claim to be Christians, only 49 are affiliated with a local church. I get to visit many churches, part of my job with Lancaster Theological Seminary, and I come to very little tiny churches in which being church is just maintenance. I want a preacher that would preach to me 
give me communion, do the, the sacraments, visit me, give me good words. That's it. Churches that are dying. Buildings who were meant for 400 people today only launch 40, even here in Lancaster. So is Christianity dying? Has the Spirit of God yet finished? It is leaving us? I don't think so. What, it has, what is dying is the old way of being church. We, knew, we need a new sense of being the body of Christ. There are people who need our communion, who need to share our common good. There are people that need the warmth of the spirit that we can give them without them being converted Mennonites. And that's what you do every Monday here in the evenings. But how does that spill into the worship? How does that touch you in different other ways? That's a question I have. The Spirit is moving us towards becoming a new creative community. What does it mean to be missional? It means to be a body, a living body, not a dying body. And I want to finish again with the same prayer. We have to be careful when we ask, Spirit of God, come. Because when we invite the Spirit of God, the Spirit of God will come. And I want to profess that the Spirit of God is here, moving and creating and breaking walls and helping you be uncomfortable. The Spirit of God doesn't come to make us feel cozy and warm inside. Sometimes it's about being uncomfortable in doing something about it. The, these people in the book of Acts were not asking for the Spirit of God. They were waiting for something to happen. They were not conceived this was going to happen. They were obedient. So every Sunday when we gather, we wait for something to happen for God to speak, for my wounds to be healed, for my brokenness to be named, for my tears to be taken away, for my gladness to be celebrated, to be held in a safe place, to be renewed, to continue the rest of my week. But not only I need this, but the rest of Lancaster City needs an experience like this. Ven, Espíritu Santo, llena los corazones de tus fieles y encierra en ellos el fuego de tu amor. Envía, Señor, tu Espíritu y remueva la faz de la tierra. Come, Holy Spirit, fill the hearts of the faithful and kinder in them the fire of your love. Send forth your Spirit and they shall be created. And you shall renew the faith of this earth. Pentecost. Happy birthday, church. Happy birthday, church. But are we going to embrace the new? Holding on to the old. 
Happy birthday, church. God bless you.